May 12th. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In his prime, Hess McWilliams was unstoppable. A professional wrestler known as Big Hess, he was larger than life in the days of studio wrestling, both in physique and style. He not only had talent, but the personality to showboat himself into stardom. Being 74 years old, those days were long gone. Occasionally, he'd made an appearance on the big wrestling screen, but that was for fun and a few extra bucks in his pocket. Wrestling glory days were now stories he told young people and days he dreamed of. The walls of his bedroom were filled with photos and posters of Hess in his heyday. Even his championship belt was there. But now those items were spattered with blood. A memorial painting, so to speak, of what occurred in that room not fifteen minutes earlier. Any other man his age would have been easily defeated. Hess was a battle because of his size, strength, and background. His son George had to take him out. Because of the emotional aspects, it was even more difficult. It started out a normal day. Hess and his lifelong friend went to the local VFW, bragged about stopping a street fight, came home and seemed fine. But not for long. Hess and George shared a house inside the city limits. Hess excused himself not long after arriving home and said he was going to bed. He had a headache and his stomach felt queasy. George really didn't think much about it. His father did like to drink, probably drank a lot at the VFW. And he was up the night before watching the news about all the rioting. He figured his father was just tired. He even checked on him several times. He was fine, sound asleep with the cat curled up next to him. Then, as the evening rolled into late hours, he didn't bother his father as much. Later, thinking his father might be hungry, George went to wake his father. He knocked once, no answer. A second knock brought more silence. And just to be sure his father was fine, George opened the bedroom door. Hess was already having a meal. Hess was eating the cat. The limp animal held in his huge hands had a gaping hole in the midsection. Hess sat on the side of the bed. Blood poured over his fingers and fur mixed with blood smeared across his face like a tar and feather situation. Hess's pupils were white, and he snapped a growl at George the second he saw him as if to say, How dare you interrupt my meal? George, not always the brightest of the bunch, murmured in shock. Dad, what are you doing? That's the cat. Hess dropped the cat, and he didn't just stand up. He stood and lunged toward George. He had twenty-four years on George, and George still didn't stand a chance. His father's massive physique sent George stumbling back into the door, slamming it closed and trapping him inside. Dad, you're sick, you're sick, George pleaded as he struggled with Hess. He held his own for a little. He watched his father's teeth snap for him. Saliva, blood, and fur spattered George as he fought to free himself as he did a dance of survival around that bedroom. They slammed into the nightstand, toppling the lamp to the ground. The bulb didn't break until George was tackled and landed on that lamp. He tried to roll from his father's grip, and he almost succeeded. His thoughts were to get out of there, get help for his father who obviously had some sort of rabies. 
He flipped to his stomach, scurried to his knees, and that was when Hess grabbed his leg and took a chunk from his calf. Screaming, George reached for the lamp and wildly swung outward. He connected, startling his father enough for George to stand. But Hess kept coming. George had no choice but to hit him again and again, blood splattered with each hit until Hess finally toppled to the bed. George dropped the lamp and fled from the room. Immediately, he picked up the phone to call for help, but the line was down. Thinking, the hell with it, George, blood pouring from his leg, raced downstairs, grabbed his cell and the keys to his dark green Jeep Cherokee, and fled the house. He called for help on the way to the hospital.